0: Hello friends, welcome back to the Book Truck Chronicles. My name is Brandy, and on this podcast we talk about the fun business of running a bookshop on wheels, the great people that I meet on my book truck journey, and the things we're reading, and just, you know, just life. Let's just talk about life, because really that's what books and stories are, right? It's just a reflection. I did not read nearly as much as I thought I would. And for some reason, I couldn't seem to finish a lot of books. This has been the weirdest season because I, there are only certain books I really felt I wanted to read. I was in the right mood for and I had a lot of books that I wanted to read and I started and you know what? I did not finish them. I've always wanted to read The World According to Garp by John Irving. I got through about 40% of it and I stopped. I just, you know what? I just couldn't connect. I just, I felt it was rambling in places I didn't want it to ramble. And it wasn't going deep enough in places I wanted to go deep in. Oh, so I just stopped. Then I listened to something else that I really enjoy. And I read a book I enjoyed. Then I started The Bear and the Nightingale by Katherine Arden. I've heard so much about this. It's a fantasy story. It's like a Russian fable. I thought, well, this is great. No, you know what? I barely got started with that one, and I was like, oh, come on. I just, you know what? I couldn't do it. I even started The Beautiful and Damned by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Now, I think Fitzgerald's brilliant. Normally, I'm right there with it. This book, I thought, what the heck are they talking about? It was so weird. It was like I was trying to learn a different language and I was getting so frustrated, and I noticed that when I would go to read it, I just, I was feeling tense. That's not a good state to be in, y'all. That is, reading is relaxing. Reading is all the good things. I was not feeling it. So I put that down too. Then my library informs me, oh, hey, Invisible Man is available on audio. So this Ralph Ellison book is really well-respected, and I've had it on my list for a long time, and it finally came in. Then I got too busy, I think I listened to 20 minutes of it, and it had to be back. (laughs) It had to be due, because somebody else was waiting for it, so I never even got to go further. You you know, you guys, it just felt like kind of a a slog fest, trying to find the right books at the right time, and then along the way comes books that you just think, thank you, that is exactly what I needed. I just finished The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna, That was fabulous. Fabulous. Many of you have told me about this book. And whenever I've mentioned The Nightingale, somebody said, oh, have you read her new one about Alaska? Okay, so now I've officially read it and I get it. I get why you all loved it thank you for all the recommendations for this book. It really was worth my time, and it was so satisfying to finally sit down and just pick up a book and absorb it and get lost in a whole other world. Now, I think I mentioned in the past that I am very much a sunshine girl. I like warm, I like green outside. I'm not a fan of winter. I don't know why I live where winter is like seven months out of the year, but you know, regardless, this is a book about Alaska, and in Alaska, it is cold and dark a lot of the time. However, the way Kristen Han describes the landscape, the people, the the whole terrain of Alaska, the temperatures, the the creatures, everything about it, it was not it was not hard for me to listen to. I didn't feel resentful of the cold or anything. I really liked the way she talked about it and, made me a little bit curious about Alaska, not gonna lie. I have never thought of Alaska before, but all of a sudden, I am intrigued. I think the way it was portrayed feels very, very interesting to me. I would definitely go there, absolutely. Uh, I also started a book called Prodigal Summer by Barbara Kingsolver. Now, this is another one. Everybody that I've talked to who has read it has said, oh, that's one of my favorites. Oh, I love King Solver. Have you read Prodigal Summer? So I thought I'm gonna give this one a shot. Oh my gosh, you guys, I really wanted to. I really did, but I just couldn't get there. Maybe I'll pick it up at a different time, but this was just not the time. Is it just me? Is anybody else out there feeling like they need a certain kind of book during this whole COVID time, I just cannot read the stuff that I thought I could read before. Or the books that were on my TBR are just not filling the gap I need. You know, I need a book that is upbeat, something that takes me away from where I am. I need books that have really good characters, a really legitimate story. I want to feel as if all my feelings are being triggered and touched on and, and I'm engaged with that. I really need that. And then I found The Nickel Boys by Colson Whitehead. Now that was a little bit of a heavier read. It was a little bit tough in parts, but oh man, you guys, this book, it, I believe it won the Pulitzer for 2020. And I can see why. It's also touching on a lot of really relevant cultural points right now. It talks about the Nickel Academy, which is a reform school who is determined to help delinquent boys be better for society after something wrong has happened. Um, And it is really what Goodreads calls a chamber of horrors. These boys are abused and treated so badly. And one of the boys, his name is Elwood, is determined to follow the teachings of Martin Luther King and endure all of this punishment and still try and love his captors and uh, the people who are in authority over him. And he gets abused and it's just awful. The way people treat each other is awful. I am disgusted by the depths that some people go in cruelty to each other. And what happens in this school is really... Um, it seems like a terrible fiction story, and you know, part of it is fiction, but this is also based on real events, so it can't be just discounted as some small piece of history that we give a nod to and move on. This is relevant, and if we do not read about it and learn and develop some more empathy, we won't fully understand or appreciate what some people have gone through, especially during the civil rights movement in the states, and the repercussions that have carried on to this day. It is legit, and this book, it was very powerful. It was well written, well done, it was engaging, it made me feel for both these boys, and gosh, it it leaves you challenged in all the right ways to feel more compassion, more empathy, more love for each other and not tolerate the cruelty that is done to people just because somebody in authority says it can. I mean, that is just wrong. So this book was powerful and awesome and I'm so glad I read it. And Julie, if you're listening to this, I am reading Pillars of the Earth by Ken Follett. Yes, I am finally doing it. Okay, it is it is a pretty good book. I think that Fala is a little bit wordy, more wordy than he needs to be in a lot of areas. Like we get the point. But I see what he's doing and I'm willing to ride this thing out to the end because I told you I would. I'm a girl of my word. So I'm gonna get this thing done. I'm probably about 30% done right now. Um, So I will keep you posted, Julie. I'm gonna read it, I promise. All right, so we are gonna talk a little bit right now about what is going on in book truck life. So the markets are open, well, most of the markets are open, and I'm doing a couple of -of out-of-town events, and I've committed to one uh, community market here that happens twice a week, and it has been fantastic, really. The 124th Street community in Edmonton, Boom, love them. They are they are amazing. I'm so grateful to be a part of their community for a while. Um, and it is a constant go. As well, there was a local magazine who heard about me and asked if they could do um, an Instagram post about me. And they did. And all of a sudden, you know what happens with that? My Instagram blew up. I got crazy amount of followers overnight. My husband and I were just laughing about how many were coming through. And people were so encouraged by the truck. They were so enthusiastic about it. I'm, I don't know. It was just so rewarding because I was actually feeling a little bit in a slump. I was feeling a little bit Discouraged, I was feeling a little tired. I was I was starting to question a lot of little things, and this sort of just happened at the right time. And you know, I love that. There's some serendipity in this, which I am very grateful for. So, for all of you who are new, who are just discovering the book truck for the first time, hello y'all. And I say that, but I'm I'm not Texan, you you know that. Um, it has been a really, really wild time. So, because of that, digital magazine then other people have come up and asked me for interviews or to be included in what's happened with the book truck. And its it has just been one ride after another. I can't even believe it. It is just, it is exciting. So there are things happening with Daisy Um, I can't quite tell you yet, but I will. And when I can tell you, I will tell you. I promise I won't keep you in the dark, but there are things happening and I'm just, I'm very excited to share the news and to talk about it, but I can't. So along the theme of serendipity, can I just ask a question here? Are there things that happen that you just think, uh, why? This is of all the times, of all the places, why now? So here's my question. I'm driving along, I'm on a back road, right? I mean, there's trees on both sides of me, there are no cars anywhere, and I go to turn right, and I look left so that I can make sure it's clear, and a truck is coming. Now, y'all, there is no people anywhere, and yet this truck wants to be in my crosshairs right at that moment, not 30 seconds earlier or 20 seconds later, it's at that exact moment. Why does that happen? Or I'm on the street, and there are no cars anywhere, there's no people I can go. No, 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 from out of nowhere, comes a lady with her dog, and they hit the crosswalk, and that's when they wanna cross. Really? Right now? Why? It's just, you know, it happens so often that I think, these are weird. This can't be just me, right? These moments that happen because your time and somebody else's time just happen to intersect at that particular moment it is so weird I don't know what it's called I think there's probably a word for it or a term I don't know it is strange you know like when you're waiting for a phone call and it doesn't come it doesn't come so you decide okay and you decide to go to the bathroom and that's when they call there's a word for it okay if you know what it is can you please tell me because now that's bugging me (laughs) I don't know what the word is for it oh my goodness my brain. It could be possible that this book truck chick is losing her marbles. I think I need to go have some tea, maybe read for a little while, and get myself together. You know, I think that's that's on the that's on the docket. So you guys, thank you for tuning in to this uh, quick little episode of the Book Truck Chronicles, and look forward to a conversation with a guest next week, and um possibly some fun updates. I'm just saying. So as I've mentioned before, the book truck life is not just about books. It is also a business. And uh, you know what? The business is calling. I have some other things I have to do as well. So I'm going to sign off for now. I'm already looking forward to talking to you next week. It's going to be so fun. I hope you all are doing well, enjoying your books, enjoying your people. Hopefully you have some sunshine. Have a great week. Bye.